Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good morning, Ramble Force. Hello. Thank you. Um, it's a football ramble, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Come on in, sit down, grab yourself a cup of tea. Pete is here. Hello. Lukey is here. All right. And uh, James or Jim is here also. Morning. We had an email in asking us in light of uh, Cesc Fabregas' solo goal the other day, what is your favourite solo goal in the history of mankind? <laughs> Can you be more specific? <laughs> uh, do you want me to go first? Well, if you, if you, you seem to so desire. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm quite excited about this one. Um, I'm going to go for Lothar Matthäus's goal yeah. uh, for Germany, or yes. West Germany, sorry. Yes. World Cup 90. Yugoslavia? Yeah. Was it his first or his second? Uh, I think it was his first. He picked up the ball yeah. and just inside his own half and he drove forward. He, he yeah. drove forward. And he just, he just rifled it in the bottom corner. Well, he did one of the, he did one he man He goes past on one way. man, yeah. yeah, yeah. And when yeah. the other guy goes and now he just smashes it in. Yeah. Cracking strike. Yeah, he he was brilliant in that World Cup as well. Oh, he was, well, he was the best player in the world. I think 91, he may have been voted FIFA okay. World Player of the Year. May well have done, but uh, forgive me if that's wrong, listeners. Um, James or Jim? Uh, there's so many to choose from. I sort of so agonised over this, but I think I'm going to go for uh, that George Best goal that he scored when he was in uh, in Nazel. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. When it was it the Orlando Pirates something Buccaneers. Bang! Yeah. <laughs> it was the Orlando <laughs> Butt Pirates, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he beat eight of their players all in the penalty area. Yeah, yeah. No, it's in- absolutely incredible. I mean, he picked it up like. Not even that far into his own half, just went for a little bit of a sprint, and then it was just backwards and forwards. They were just—it was like, like they were like Bambi on ice. A lot of them, yeah, yeah. twisting and brilliant. turning, twisting and turning. Not only could they not tackle him, I don't think they'd ever seen that sort of thing before either. <laughs> <laughs> but they all kind of as one went left, and then they went right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like some table football. It's like some yeah. kind of a line dance. The commentary uh, on it as well was like, "That is the greatest soccer goal I have ever seen." <laughs> 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 Who are we to argue with that, James? Exactly, uh, uh, Pete. Um, I, I, just, uh, I kind of agree with Jim. I didn't know what the hell to go for. Originally, I was going to go for Ebra against NSC Breda. Mm. Oh, for Ajax. Uh, for Ajax. Yeah, 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 yeah good. Goal, yeah. Uh, uh, where, where he beat people and then beat them, beat them again, yeah. and then and then yeah. again. But then I thought Archie Gamble. Uh, oh, oh yeah, good yeah, one. Yeah, good one. Good one. Against Holland for in, Scotland, uh, seventy-eight. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Because they needed to win shot. by three clear goals. I think it was like two. They won three-two. Yeah, yeah. Were, yeah, and then that took it to three-one, and then they won. Uh, they, they only won by three-two, so they went out. But good. Good, good goal, goal. Yeah. good yeah, goal, yeah, yeah. and, well, and well remembered by a lot of people. Oh, sorry, I was going to say I'm mention, but you haven't done yours yet. Sorry, mate. Um, uh, well, I'm going to stick with the World Cup theme and uh, Saidi Oiran, oh, Saudi Arabia, yeah, yeah. '94 World Cup against Belgium, and that was great. Uh, he picked it up and he thought, I fancy this, 
Mm. He, he just he just kept on. He wasn't. He, he's quite a tall, gangly type of player, and that kind of glide that often yeah. taller players have. Like myself, man. Just went well, <laughs> um, and just went on and on yeah. and on, and yeah. thought, yeah, about now. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. a lot of the other players in this situ- in that situation, they sort of go, well, somebody's bound to attack. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. And they always go, oh god, he's got. There was some really really shoddy defending <laughs> during that run, though. It must have been a few players. Yeah, but it wasn't as, as shoddy defending. And you see, I remember the George Weyer one for AC Milan. Yeah, I was going to say that one. Right, yeah. we picked it up in his own box. But then yeah. he got very lucky. He actually lost control of the ball about the yeah, halfway yeah. line. But still, it's a great goal. We well, can't I mean, and all those sorts of goals, I mean, if you look at the Maradona one, yeah. Yeah. Sort of sca- I'm not going to take anything. Oh, right. you, he lent his hand in that one. Maradona's one's probably the best, the ultimate one. The Giggs one for United in the Cup against Arsenal, they oh, also yeah. stood off him. The yeah, Weyer yeah, one, yeah. they stood off him. The Saudi Arabia one, they stood off him. And the defending for the Chess Fabregas one goal at the weekend was I think calling it defending was actually quite generous to them. Yeah. That was ridiculous. So, for a change, you agree with Harry? Yeah. <laughs> on that point? Yeah. I was going to mention... very narrow point. I can remember a, a Darren Huckabee one against Forrest at home when he was playing at uh, Coventry, when he kind of did a load of men and rounded the keeper. Because mm. Darren Huckabee used to have a good sort of November, December. He would look amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was about <laughs> it. Never in time for the World Cup, of course. He makes a wintry highlight reel, that man. Yeah. <laughs> That was the one where, when he went to when he went to MLS. The guy who interviewed him said, "According to the internet, you scored the greatest goal of all time." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and another one, an honourable mention, if I may, uh, King Cladsey for Man mm. City. Oh. It was against Southampton. He scored a load of them, though. Isn't yeah. it? Man City. Yeah, yeah. Surely, surely, Roberto Baggio as well. Oh, we could oh, be. Was, we could be oh, all that. Yeah, we, we could, we've got to move on. Wait, do you mean Baggio for Italy in World Cup '90 when he scored yeah. that one? And that, oh, oh yes, oh yes, yeah. oh yes. Just look at the way he glides. What a deep. goal by Baggio! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Crack well, we, we're, going, we're going to have to move on. Who gets the points? Um, I think I think James does. Yes. <laughs> um, it's been a while. <laughs> well, because you know you've got to give a goal to Nazzle in such a. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. In such a yeah, in such no. an area. Thank any, you. Any opportunity to um, to to big up Nazzle and George Best <laughs> is accepted and encouraged. And jo- <laughs> George Best. Yeah. Um, Arsenal did beat Spurs 3-0 on the weekend. Um, Spurs still haven't beaten Arsenal in the league this century. Let's be fair. Or this millennium, it still works. But but against Arsenal, Spurs were the better team between the first and second goal. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Shamelessly stolen from someone else. I read that uh, the other day, so. Uh, Okay. Um, And the last time Spurs won away at uh, Arsenal was in 1993, I think. James, you must be pleased. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was obviously really. I hate those games. I'm sure everyone's the same with sort of their real sort of their, their biggest rivals. And it, it's, it's almost like it's, you're it's watching quite through your fingers. Stress. It is. Yeah. It's quite stressful to watch. So it was good that you know it was quite it was quite tight for a while. But I think you know obviously the, the two goals really really killed it off and. You can, they lost their way after that. Uh, absolutely, of course they did. I mean, the, the game was over on 70 minutes. Arsenal were really playing it out, um, and I, I think they. They could have scored more. Eduardo should have scored that time. I oh, think. they could have, yeah. Arsenal and wasn't happy with that, was he? I do think it's worth pointing out that Spurs are, in terms of budget and, and size of club and all that sort of thing, and, and players really, they're that are cut above sort of twelve or thirteen teams in the Premier League. Oh, so big time, yeah. it doesn't. It, and they've had some okay results. So they beat Liverpool and and they've beaten a lot of other sort of lower teams. Um, <clears throat> so that, that's that's obviously going to happen. But when it comes to playing teams like Arsenal away, yeah, I think that there's a, a, a few players in that in that Spurs side. We need to have a look at themselves because when they play against the top, if you like, the, the sort of perceived top four, but I would probably say Chelsea may not and Arsenal top three now. Yeah. When they play against those sort of teams, the game passes some of their players by. Mm. And and I don't know what Redknapp's doing playing. Like I say, Benton Holstein in the same side, you know, 
can't run, won't run, and, and <laughs> as, as we call them, and, and, and people are, he, he stick, I don't know if he's got some sort of thing where he has to, now he's made Robbie Keane captain, he has to play him, because he farmed him out wide, yeah. and he did nothing all game. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit of an odd one, isn't it? I mean, it, and it's a shame, because it, it is exciting times at Spurs for, for those fans, you know? And, but it and, always is, isn't it? It's sort of, I think this season's different, I think you've got to admit that, you know, they, they do, uh, Redknapp's been there for a little, you know, he's been there for a little while now, they've got some good players, but, you know, They've, had, yeah, a good, they've but, had a good start to the season. But sorry, what what makes me say that it's always like that is they generally do get a lot of new exciting players in every year, and it, it, it hasn't worked for whatever ever reason. I mean, I've said myself this season. This season, I think they can. Um, do better than they have done before. I think but they but no, sort of no one has a, a divine right to win at the Emirates. You know no, exactly. I mean? yeah, yeah, exactly. There's, there, there's very few teams that can I, sort of boss yeah, that have even done it. Not I agree, even mate. Keegan's Newcastle did it. Not even they had, they had, the, they had the attitude of like, oh, it's a derby, so it's going to be automatically a really tight game, so we're probably mm. definitely going to get something out of it. And, and but just because they did last season mm. in sort of quite extraordinary circumstances, yeah, you've got players at Arsenal who, who, to be honest, are world-class players. Players like Robin Van Persie, who has come on such a long way oh, yeah. from being a sort of you know a final down on the wing and, 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 and Arsene Wenger in a way has done what he did with Henri with, with Van Persie and turned him into a real like mercurial striker from a sort of out on the wide out on the flank sort of isolated wide man well there's obviously yeah. talk of Walcott as well maybe yeah. doing a similar thing there who, who knows yeah yeah um, it was a good game anyway I enjoyed it um, Fulham roaring the boys as <laughs> I predicted yeah he did did yeah. a job yeah. over Liverpool mm. yeah. were they sendings off um, the Carragher <laughs> one I mean on the second look it looked like he got to the ball, but he sort of did go through the man, sort of pulled him down. I thought it was a good tackle. Clumsy, wasn't it? I thought it was a good tackle myself. He arguably should have gone down for the tackle before that. Well, but I didn't give him a didn't give a peno. But the first sending off, he's just he's turned into the worst player in the league. What Gary? <laughs> he's <laughs> slightly. <laughs> he's such a bad defender. Oh, now. Come he's, on, well, he, he just <laughs> looks increasingly clumsy, doesn't he? I wouldn't go as far as to say that he's like a bad defender or anything like that. I but, think he know, looks he heavier he's, in he's the way legs. Of it's either it's either that he can't play alongside he can't play in a centre back partnership without Daniel Agger. It, it must be that because he, he's looked woefully exposed in probably the last three or four games he's played in. To be honest, I mean if you look at how he performed against against Chelsea, I mean, they, they were, I mean he was terrible. Drogba gave him a horrible time, mm. and and against Zamora, I mean come on, Zamora's a hard worker like we said last yeah, week. Yeah. I was he, pleased Zamora scored actually. Yeah, I think I'll probably, I probably I think, think he's deserved it well. for his performances. Yeah. Well, he, he works hard. But if, if, listen, let's be honest. I'm not obviously he's not the worst player in the league. I'm being silly there, but if he's struggling really to deal with Bobby Zamora, <laughs> Jamie Carragher yeah, is an internationally yeah. experienced def- defender. Well, yeah, that, yeah. You know. Twice he broke away from him, Zamora, that was, yeah. and twice there was, you know, <laughs> one was given, one was not. Mm. You know, he gets himself in those positions. You know, he, he, has, he does. Yeah. If you were, def- as far as I'm concerned, whether it was a sending off or not, if you as a defender, you get yourself in those positions where the referee's yeah. got to make a decision like that. Well, and Michael Owen as well. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. You, you know, gets United, yeah. He gets caught flat quite a lot. It's very, very true. Uh, but uh, Liverpool are floundering at the moment. It wasn't. It wasn't even the, um, the 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 sendings off that switched the game. I think it was just the the fact that um, Benitez made some mental substitutions. Yeah. I think yeah. he's he's, he's a, a stubborn man. He's a stubborn. He's man. in a position where he spent over two hundred million pounds Liverpool. and He's only got one striker. Yeah. <laughs> he's only got one striker of that standard because he's yeah. converted Babel and Cow into wingers and David and Go, whilst he looks a promising young player, he's not at the standard yet and Andre Voronin isn't good enough. I mean, Andre Voronin is 30 years old now, so he's not mm. going to improve a vast amount, really. Neil Mellor's not there anymore. No, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, 
What, I don't understand. If I was a Liverpool fan, I wouldn't be sort of arguing with. I wouldn't even be arguing with taking Torres off against Fulham because you've got. A, they've got a big game in the week. They do, yeah. Yeah, and they've got to win it. So I, I understand the rationale. But what I would be asking if I was a Liverpool fan is, how are we in this position? Mm. Why have we not got another striker? Why have we let Crouch go? Why have we let Keane go? Okay, that didn't work out. Why mm. is Count not a striker anymore? Why is Babel not a striker anymore? And Ngo isn't good enough. Well, an interesting thing that I, I saw a little while ago is that a lot of... Well, they, actually, this is what Jermaine Pennant said, that a lot of players at Liverpool seem to stall. If you look at Babel, if you look at Kite to a, to a degree as well, Robbie Keane as well, like, they don't sort of progress. I mean, Robbie Keane should have worked out there. You could tell Benitez didn't really want him there. I yeah. Robbie Keane is too good for the stats that he had at Liverpool. He's a better player than that. We know yeah, that. Yeah. And it, it does very much seem the case that these players kind of stagnate. The refusal to sort of play Benayoun more often as well. Cause yeah, that's Benayun, a strange one. Benayoun has been so consistently good for them. I know that's right. he wasn't too popular with the fans at first for some reason, but uh, he's a real sort of creative player for them. They really, really need that. They, they're just so heavily reliant on, on Torres and Gerrard. It's such a cliche thing to say, but it, it's, this, it's consistent true and they need to address it and yeah. but it does seem too stubborn to actually do that well I think they need to uh, they, de- they definitely need another striker there um, yeah, and I mean, perhaps um, Torres, Engo and Triple H is just not enough well maybe they might look to the south coast because there's a little lad called Dindan who's far hey, cylinders Wigan were murdered on Dindan's floor weren't they <laughs> 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 you having that you having that God, we are available for corporate <laughs> work <laughs> uh, yeah cracking <laughs> only some of them it's only last week I was saying he might turn, is in danger of turning into a comedy character 4-0 mm. <laughs> if by comedy you mean goals <laughs> has, has he used his quota up <laughs> yeah probably yeah that's it <laughs> Wigan are so horrifically inconsistent and to be honest you know Zenadine Dindan I don't yeah Good. thank I don't, you well it's Luke's better but I, I'll have I don't it think, <laughs> I don't think Pompey are, are out of the woods or anything you know, they've turned the corner. They got a couple of winning only, games. They only got three points for that one. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Sickening. It's a scandal. Yeah. <laughs> Another really positive thing. I know he went off injured, but um, that Picciani got a goal. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, yeah Picciani. Um, yeah, he, he got. He only got a concussion though. So that's, that, I mean, right. he's not a long-term injury. Yeah. He'll be so, fine. I mean, that, that's great that he's off the mark as well because Dindan has looked uh, odd, hasn't he? So, uh, hopefully, well, we, we, we said like a few weeks ago now. they did have a few winnable matches and they have been playing well. So, well, I'll tell you what, boys. A couple of interesting facts. Pompey have scored eight goals in the last two games and they've conceded less goals in Liverpool this season <laughs> in the league so it's not it's not all and, and you've got to put it in perspective I'm not going to bore everyone to death with Pompey as usual but <laughs> Pompey had the worst Premier League start in history and they're still they're still only bottom on goal difference they're only three yeah, points yeah. from safety so it's yeah. not the end of the world away to, away to Blackburn next week and at home to Stoke the week after that it could be a completely different set of um, set, a different table yeah. in a couple of weeks uh, from the bottom to the top Chelsea going very well mm. um, Pete you love their fourth goal against Bolton I think um, I've downgraded um, <laughs> best goal of the decade <laughs> that was ridiculous. <laughs> I've, I've, da- I've downgraded it to uh, best to best goal of the last three years. Three years. We three threatened years. him with a sacking. <laughs> if he went it public was... with that decade coming, <laughs> it was to be a sacking. Esteban Cambiasso has got something to say about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Was it championship goal? A suspicion of offside about it. It was a lovely goal. Oh, I mean, I d- sorry, I d- sorry. I mean, I, he didn't celebrate, which kind of made me think that he thought he was offside okay, or something. Yeah. But but no, I, I don't think I don't think it was. I think he would have rather have went down. And got the penalty. Yaskalainen just played brilliantly in that game. Yaskalainen is a quality goal. Oh, he is, yeah. But uh, he was really frustrating, Drogba. I think maybe he was just sort of just relieved to finally Mm. score. That flick from Lampard. Lovely that Brilliant. Even like like the. It was similar. um, I think it was Carvalho crossed for the third goal, I think. Mm, Outside. Almost like an outside toe, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. The um, the cross, the outside of the boot cross from Carvalho. That was for the third goal. Yeah, it was, was very. Third goal. It was very reminiscent of the. Vegard Hegem. 
Can we do a Liverpool player bag on the Hagen? Yeah, yeah, why do I remember He can only really kick the ball with the outside of his foot. That's what reminded me of. Yeah, banana feet. Yeah. Deco's goal was good as well, wasn't it? It's kind of nice to see Deco playing well. Yeah. Yeah. Chelsea look very, very good at the moment. I, d- I, I think they're the only side that you look at at the moment you think, man, they, they could win it. Before mm. the season kicked off, I'll tell Chelsea for the league and I'm sticking with it. So we shall see. Um, another win for Burnley uh, yeah. at home. Loving that home form, aren't they? They've, he's superb. <laughs> Great. Really is quite something, you know, and uh, they've, they've put more pressure on uh, Phil Brown and Hull. Well, they were kind of playing Hull, um, the side that got found out around about Christmas anyway. So, yeah, exactly. Last I mean, year. So, yeah. It's the last year, so I mean, I th- it may happen to Burnley, yeah. possibly. Well, do, you, do you think Phil Brown is, is going to go? I mean, Adam Pearson, the new, um, the new guy in charge there, uh, sorry, the new chairman, says that um, he said Phil will be manager on Sunday, but there's no point... <laughs> In me saying he's got a job for life, that's with, not the case. If my boss said that about me, I'd be worried. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Craig um, Davidson. Hull have won three games out of 31. They have, yeah. So, I mean. Should we have a Phil Brown point on it? He should have gone in the summer. They you reckon? You reckon? Oh, definitely. Do you reckon? Maybe like, anybody who can't, can't turn around, like, they, how many wins do they put together and how many wins do they not put together? They've in got the, three in wins since Boxing Day last year, I think I'm right in saying. See, now that is terrible form for any yeah, okay, but, yeah, but for such a long, <laughs> long time as well. Yeah. What I'll do, like, is we'll go for a walk <laughs> on this bridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, Phil Brown is still in charge, though, and he'll be in charge on Sunday, that's for sure. Apparently, he may not be in charge while Thomas comes out. He may not <laughs> be in charge true. Monday, but... Um... <laughs> He's probably putting his bike in the boot of his car right now. <laughs> what, with think, the help yeah. of John Barnes? Yeah, yeah. Jason McAteer. <laughs> yeah. I think his, his days are truly numbered, I would say. Yeah. We'll see. Um, well, uh, someone who's just started their um, managerial career in, at Middlesbrough, in Gordon Strachan, mm. lost his first home game, uh, or lost his first game at home to Plymouth, mm. who were in the relegation zone, so a very poor start for Strachan there. Because mm. uh, uh, Middlesbrough obviously looking to get promoted there in the um, playoff position, I believe. They, um, it's very close to the top of the table, but mm. didn't he put an extra 5,000 on the gate just by becoming manager? So oh, I'd imagine. Steve Gibson would have been reasonably happy with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a funny it's, old league, isn't it? It's first game as well. It's, it's, yeah. it's not had a lot a lot of time to work with players I think it'll be alright it's a good manager striking I think he is as well I, I quite I quite liked um, the BBC headline was uh, Pogates has uh, surgery on cheek <laughs> and in my mind I was thinking he's got a surgery on a on a cheek <laughs> even though it's a very normal sentence <laughs> I, think, I, I think envisage that. a tiny doctor's <laughs> surgery <laughs> On a man's cheek, and it, I, 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 it couldn't. I couldn't shift that image from my mind. I don't know why. I know what you mean. When you have surgery on knee, arm, leg, fine, cheek. Surgery no, on a cheek. It's just a cheek bone. It's just a cheek I mean, I never wish harm on anyone. You know me, you guys. But um, <laughs> Pogatex is a bit of a nasty character, isn't he? So I, I'm not going to lose any sleep over that. No. Um, I hear he's got a surgery. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's interesting. Cardiff for her second in the championship at the mm. moment. Do you think this is a season that Cardiff could go up? Get a Welsh side the first time in the Premiership? They're apparently quite close to, to look at securing quite a lot of investment from some Far East businessmen as well. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, they're actually looking like they might come into a bit of cash. Yeah. Which uh, That sounds like English football. For a club with uh, Peter Ridsdale... On yeah. the board, <laughs> you'd probably be forgiven to sort of d- for doubting that. But they, they, that was a, that was a battling draw against Forest. It was a good game actually as well. Mm. Those, 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 both of those sides, I think, I think are playing so bloody well. Uh, and I think, shot, and I think it's good to see Shopper playing in a decent side. Yeah, I like, I, I'm very fond of him. <laughs> Bitter <laughs> s- said through the gritted teeth of a Newcastle United fan. No, it'd be really interesting to see a Welsh team in the Premier League as well, just for the sort of the actual rivalry that would bring every week. Yeah, it'd be really interesting. Every game would be a cup final for him, wouldn't it, Marcus? Eh. 
I can't deny that. <laughs> I mean, it would it would sort of uh, fan the flames of uh, getting the Scottish Premier League. Would it though? Oh, you know what people are like, man. <laughs> you know what? If you've people. got to write a sports column by Friday, somebody's got. I've got to write about a selfie. Oh, I can't have been promoted. I've got to write about Rangers joining Premier League. Who does, who does Michael Winner write for? <laughs> <laughs> Rangers are skin out before. There won't be a club if Tom did the Premier League. Join me, if you will, um, because I'm going to Serie A. <laughs> Um, can I come? Yes, you can. You're all invited. Cracking ball. Um, uh, let's go to uh, Sampdoria. Antonio Cassano. Yes! Legend! Just oh. know this is going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> Sampdoria, who have had a really good start to the season. I think they're third. Yeah. Um, although they were beaten 5-1 away to Juventus the other week. Wasn't that game you predicted them to win, Marcus? Could have been. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I heard they were very unlucky. <laughs> it's funny because you were, like, wrong. Yeah, I heard they were really unlucky uh, f- for being completely outclassed. More on that later. Okay. But uh, <laughs> they, um, they drew nil-nil at home um, against Bari, which was uh, a poorer result. Have we got a choice Antonio Cassano quote coming off? Oh, awesome. we do. Go on, then. Um, Cassano said, "We are in joint. Uh, so he's moaning. He was moaning about the fans, yeah, Sampdoria yeah. fans. He said, we are in joint second place with Juventus. Inter are a step above, and frankly, in their own league. Maybe the people have, who have become a little too accustomed to eating Nutella have to eat a little bit of shit now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Why Nutella? Yeah. <laughs> I love the analogy because he's always thinking about his food, isn't he? Yeah, he has yeah, to get yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. Food, a bit of food. Maybe he's got some sort of sponsorship deal with Nutella. <laughs> well, actually, actually, if you look at my whole. If you look at my whole prediction with the, the Juventus Sampdoria thing, I said um, <laughs> S- uh, Sampdoria um, to win, uh, Sampdoria to win, and Cassano to eat well after the game. Did you? Yeah, he's so one out of two. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's cracking. That is. Nutella. I mean, is it because Nutella? Is a little bit like shit. Yeah, of course yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Maybe uh, it's a delicacy in Italy. He, um, I, I love Cassano because he, you get so many players who just don't say anything interesting. <laughs> and Cassano is, is, is ploughing that furrow on his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's well, it, basically the reason he, he, he is not going to get in the Italian. Well, do you reckon he will get in the Italy squad? No, I don't. Because yeah, of that kind of huge, huge sort of outcry about this as well. It's a shame. He's a good player. Really well. he is, oh, yeah, he's a good player. player. But he's, he's talking. Um, he, uh, I didn't read. I didn't see that quite. But I saw that he was threatening to leave. And um, why? He was, well, his agents trying to get him a move to Inter or Juve or something like that. Not going to happen. But I don't think he'll go there because, yeah, like you say, because of his personality. But I think he is a big fish in a small pond. That's where he operates best. That's why he likes yeah. it. Yeah, of yeah. course. He does. Yeah. I think if he went to Inter, Juventus, it he'd wouldn't be work. swallowed up by it. A big fish. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be too mental, and they wouldn't like it, and he'd be mm. farmed out no. somewhere else. Well, Mourinho wouldn't have him, would he? No, no way. Yeah, yeah. Mourinho doesn't want anyone trying to out mental him. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well. um... Uh, at Milan, they've um, they've uh, won the race to sign uh, the Ghanaian um, youngster Dominic Adia. I pictured loads of like chairmen in club kits, like <laughs> literally racing. Yeah. That's Ferdinand would be up for that. Yeah. <laughs> if there was like a fit girl at the front, he'd be up for that. But that's clearly the way it should be done, James. <clears throat> Isn't know? it Dominic Platini gets his way? Isn't sorry. it Ad- Adiaya? Adiaya. Sorry, yeah, you're yeah. absolutely right. Uh, yeah, he's 20 years old. He was um, a, a big star in the uh, under 20 World Cup, which of course. Garner won, yeah. and he was the top goal scorer and player of the tournament. So bloody hell, he's quite a player. I'm pretty sure City were trying to sign him for ages. I think they were. Yeah, I think Chelsea there was. I, I think there was quite a few sides. Um, but he's he's gone to Milan, 
Um, and uh, and they're very happy with that. So apparently he's kind of... Uh, they've got him so he can play in a kind of a, a Pato or Ronaldinho-type role for them. Well, it's no good for Huntelaar, who still can't score. He hasn't no, scored a single shame. game. That's a shame. And he's not even been coming off the bench, Huntelaar. Mm, no, Milan won 2-0 at the weekend against Parma. They're now fourth. Mm. So, you know, they're in the, back in the top four. Because mm. um, we worried for Leonardo, didn't we? Yeah. He, he seems to be... Um, he seems to be sort of getting out of jail quite a lot of the time. That's what, what Nesta I mean? needed a couple of... Yeah, I mean, Alessandro that. Nesta scored two goals. Yeah. I think he'd only scored two goals or three goals. Yeah, he scored two in ten career. minutes, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. Remarkable. I like Leonardo. He's I absolutely do. dreamy as well. He's incredibly handsome. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> oh, that, that, that Milan derby is the most handsome coach off. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Mourinho. Why does Leonardo? this always happen? <laughs> Why know. does this always happen? Do you not? Do you not think? Put the, your shirt back on, Lou. <laughs> do you not think the Whitby Gazette versus the Goths would be a handsome coach off? Oh, of course it would. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. I'm not. I'm not afraid to say to you. Thinking about Leonardo and Mourinho lining up on that touchline makes me almost was fully erect. <laughs> oh. mm. uh, man, I can tell you what, listeners, it, it absolutely does. If, but, you, um, if you drink a lot of milk. <laughs> yeah. um, well, carry on, I'm off for a cold shower. Uh, yeah, if you, if you wouldn't mind. Um, st- now, we talked about Stephen Apaya, mm. the Ghanaian captain on this on the show before. He has finally moved to a club. What's he been doing? I just don't know. Just he's hanging. Still, he's, just <laughs> <laughs> he's still been playing for Ghana, though. He was so desperate for a club, he was training with Spurs for about three weeks. I think so, yeah. He's yeah. 28. Yeah. He, um, uh, but he's moving to Bologna. It must be a Rivaldo thing. Remember when, yeah. when Rivaldo priced himself out of every club in the world? Yeah. Apaya must have just said, like, I'm not settling him for anything less. And he's, he's, he's so he has struggled stupid, to, though. He struggled to prove his fitness a little bit, to be fair. To him as well. well, he has done, but he's a really good player. It's well, such a shame. It, it, it to might see be him. a case that he's one of those players that genuinely has peaked early. Because from what we do know of Apire, he's a he's a really really good player. For him not to be able to find a club is deeply suspect. Yeah, there must be something else afoot. Maybe yeah. he just trials really badly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. can't be asked. Yeah, yeah. Can't Ghana just join a league? <laughs> <laughs> lot of play- lot of players don't like going on trial, do they? Do you remember you know, that story about Paul Robinson going on trial? I think it was at Arsenal or something like that. And no. apparently he was annoyed about going on trial because he th- felt he was already. Sh- Proved his worth, <laughs> yeah. and the, the, I, I don't know if it's true, but the, the story goes that um, Bob Wilson, the coach, was the goalkeeping coach, just striking balls at him. And he just let him go past him, going, "Could have had that, could have had that, no, <laughs> could have saved that." You wouldn't even bother to go, would you? Yeah, I, 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 story about it. Any listener can back that up and email in. I did hear something about <laughs> oh um, Arsenal offering, that, offering a trial to um, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and it, him oh. saying. Yeah, and okay. him saying, "I don't, I do not trial. I am Zlatan." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I also, I also heard the best quote from Ibrahimovic a little while ago. Apparently, he and John Carew have had a bit of a spat. Right? Oh, have they? Norway and, uh, versus Sweden. Yeah, exactly. Cracking. And Carew said something about him being overrated. Blah blah blah. And this is so good. Ibrahimovic said, "Yeah, he says that, but but is there honestly anything he can do with a football that I can't do with an orange?" Oh, good. <laughs> He's also said, That's "Really?" I, good. I've also seen an interview with him when someone said to him uh, at the end of the, of the interview, like as a jokey question, um, "Who is the most beautiful woman in the world?" and Zlatan said, I do not know, but when I find her, I will marry her. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is the epitome of massive time. Classic. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, uh, speaking of uh, um, a slightly... Uh, massive strikers? Yeah, speaking of a massive striker with a bit of an ego, we did his profile last week, but he's back in the running order. It's Christian Vieri, and he could be murking us in the face because we, we announced his <laughs> retirement on the Ramble. But there's on purpose. But yeah. there's ru- only to Urkus. Um, I can only assume. Trying to on purpose. Yeah. He, 
apparently there's talk of him coming out of retirement to play for Brazilian side Botafogo. Who are rubbish, by the way. <laughs> yeah. He's, but he's, he's already signed for them, though. I'm sure well, he's well he's, his agent has said it's all done. We've agreed, um, we've already signed a pre-contract agreement and agreed upon all the details. The Botafogo know he can't run? I don't, the, I don't not know. Not everything's it's... agreed, presumably, if it's a pre-contract agreement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise <laughs> it would have just been a contract. <laughs> but did you say that it, he is apparently going to join Botafogo because you just can't believe it? Yeah. It's <laughs> insane. I've, uh, do you think, I don't know if an Italian player has ever played in Brazil before, don't they? Ooh. Maybe maybe a long time ago. There might be a few, but, but I mean... It's, it's an odd move, James, no matter how you look at <laughs> yeah. it. Marcus, were you saying that this week that Vieri got his um, top scorer for an Italian in the Spanish league record taken off him as well? He yeah. did, yeah, yeah, Giuseppe Rossi. We'll come to that in a sec, oh, but sorry, I just... Uh, yeah, but I, I just... He will have, if he does go there, which, which is, I do, I'm struggling to believe it, but it appears to be all, you know... He's just diversifying his business interests. Well, he, he will love it there. He's lost he I, I just think a 35-year-old European man, uh, well, I mean, Australian-European yeah. man, yeah. I, I can't imagine that anybody over 35, sh- uh, football-wise, should not be in South America, because you'd be like, no, this is not the way to do it. <laughs> no, You're no, all but, mental. But Pete, he, <laughs> I don't think he's too bothered about football. No, he's not going to. His interests football, are, are partying and beautiful women, mm. and he's going uh, to Brazil. Yeah, yeah. when's um, when's the Rio Carnival? Is that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ronaldo is still smashing them for Corinthians, by the way. He may get in the Brazil squad, which will be no, amazing. Oh, Brilliant. no, don't say that. That'll be amazing. Yeah. Come on. Semi on. Semi on. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's got about 21 goals in about 32 games for Chris. Oh, yeah, that would be delish. That yeah. would be Can absolutely you delish. Him at the World Cup and that Chelsea goal all in one season. Whoa. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, um, but the Botafogo president, um, Luis Pereira, has also said that the club are closing in on signing um, one of Vieri's uh, former Italy teammates, Francesco Cocco. Who again? He, he's coming out of retirement. He's thirty-two. And he, but Is it not pronounced Coco. Yeah. Coco. Sorry. You're thinking of Philip Coco. Coco. He's thinking of Coco. Uh, no, I'm not. Oh, oh, I was thinking of Coco. I'm bloody not. Ah, spare Yeah, Coco was a good player as well. Back yeah, in no, the day. he's only thirty. Yeah, I thought he's much older than that. Get all the old boys to Brazil. I love <laughs> yeah, it. Great. Absolutely love it. <laughs> he, he's de- he's definitely a player who peaked early. Coco. Yeah, well, he but uh, he's also um, a bit of a businessman because him and his father they own um, a few shops and they've got a. a Clothing label could Urban seventy seven. He's a bit of a celeb in Italy. Is he well known for his partying as well and all that? Of course he is. There's a pattern emerging. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm well known got. for my party. Can I go to Brazil? And well, old footballs not and on old, your own. old old footballs and old Nazis. That's where they all, <laughs> exactly. they all go to South America. The boys from Brazil. Yeah. Um, but uh, can yeah. I can off there anytime? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, Casano's going to end up there. <laughs> yeah, he He's gone for the Nazis, though. Casano. <laughs> Casano's sitting by the phone, come on, come on, ring, ring. Yeah, yeah. I'm not ringing you. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. I love it. Get them all there. Get them all there. Pele will make a comeback as well. Yeah. Get his 2,000th goal. I would. Uh, <laughs> had to be said. Um, as you said earlier, Luke, Giuseppe Rossi has broken Christian Vieri's record as the highest scorer in Italian in, in La Liga history. Well, not many Italians go there. So With 25 goals. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, uh, and uh, <laughs> Vieri got all his, as we talked about last uh, show, I think he said last year, last show, yeah. um, 24 league goals in a, in a season. Rossi's taken a little bit more, he's taken two and a quarter seasons to reach the 25. But as you said, there's, there's hardly any Italians playing in Spain. He's still quite young, Rossi, though. He, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. he's a great he's a, player. Well, he's Don't actually, and also, uh, because he's a Italian-American, um, supports the Yankees and uh, probably likes some donuts as well. That's, Have that's, you just put that in there? Yeah. He probably likes donuts because he's American. Oh, yeah. A bit racist, really. He's not yeah. a policeman from America. Oh, yeah. kick racism out of Marcus Speller. <laughs> yeah. Um, not physically. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, Rossi has scored more La Liga goals than anyone from the USA, too. I think we probably knew that, anyway. Mm. <laughs> they a, are, yeah. so they're two records he's got. There's a big rivalry between Spain and Italy that we're not really aware of. I think so, James. Like, you know, I suppose people from Portugal probably don't care that there's a massive rivalry between us and Germany. Maybe it's the same, we're just not so well, aware Everyone of it, in Germany, let's be honest. No, it's, it's when they beat Italy in, uh, in Euro 2008, that was just like this. It was like if we'd beaten Germany on penalties, you know. It was like oh, this right, huge thing yeah. in Spain, which we're maybe not so aware of. <laughs> Emails. It is emails. Luke, he's going to go first. Um, yeah, I've, I've got a um, from. I've got a Hyde United update. I mean, oh yeah, we yeah. the more um, the more attentive listeners will know that a few weeks ago we we, we issued a plea on behalf of Hyde United to um, try and um, save their club. Well, basically, yeah. So yeah. Um, Tom from from the uh, supporters club has emailed in saying um, since it was announced that the widening up of the club was rescinded because they managed to raise the money, um, the Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs have announced that the club's proceedings in court are over. Um, but the debts uh, still total around £50,000. They're still trying to raise money for that, so it's very much ongoing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they've had some bucket collections around at Oldham and Old Trafford, and, and everyone's been banding together. Um, and on Saturday, some Accrington and Stanley fans came along to uh, see them. Another club, actually, in financial crisis. Yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah. that's nice to see. Mm. Um and um, they raised a few quid for them and spent some money in the club shop and stuff, so it's still going along. And unfortunately, uh, results on the pitch haven't been that great. They've lost. They got knocked out of the FA Cup by Salford City, who are a couple of divisions below them. But they're still going along uh, and battling away. Um, but the good news is, yeah, the court proceedings are over. So, um, um, so that's good. But as soon as we get the, um, the news through that they've paid off all their debts, then we shall, uh, we shall let you know. But thanks to everyone who contributed, whether you did or not, or who, who raised awareness and visited the website, that sort of stuff. Um, if you want to keep... Um, Helping them, then the website is iontheTigers.co.uk. Fantastic! Yeah, all the best to Hard United. Pete, give us an email. All oh, right, then this is from uh, a gentleman by the name of Tom Weston. He says, "Hello, Ramblers. I would like to know that if you boys had to compare yourselves to any of the world-class players in the game today, who would it be? I'm Shavi for my unselfish, creative play, and my friend is Didier Drogba for his pathetic dives. <laughs> but would, what? But who would you, Ramblers, be? Ramble for Hall. Who? Well, should I go first? Um, <laughs> Come on, then. Jamie Carragher. <laughs> <laughs> Slow, legs have gone, and prone to giving away penalties. Do you know what I'm going to say? And scoring own goals. Luke? Yeah. Thomas Ravelli. Oh, goal! Yeah. Yeah, bit of, a, bit of an eccentric keeper as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I, I play in goal. I think probably my last performance going on that, I'd go for former England international Scott Carson. <laughs> Wasn't the best display. Don't put yourself <laughs> down. I'd say you... Uh, more of in the South American mould, James. Like to use your feet a bit. That yeah, that's true. Actually, Ravelli used to save a lot with his feet. Yeah, yeah. Ravelli. Schmeichel used to save a lot with his feet. Yeah, sign of a good goalkeeper. The sign of a <laughs> yeah. goalkeeper is, is using your feet to save the ball when it's close to your body. Yep, mm. that's what. Yeah. That's, a, that's a trick. Yeah, yeah, not just trying it every time. No, exactly. Okay, not if so. it's in the top corner. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not too sure about you, Luke. We think maybe Ravelli for James. I'm, I'm. Let's face it. I'm pretty. I'm Jan Mulby. I'm Javier Mascherano. Let's face it. Jan Morby's not a bad <laughs> Look at Marcus, he's absolutely gutted. <laughs> <laughs> not only did not agree, he's actually offended that I've yeah. even suggested it. <laughs> what about Pete? Who do we well, I was, I was ta- I, we were talking last week about Sean Redfield having, no, uh, having no control at all and just using his pace. I'm him without the pace. So. <laughs> <laughs> Pete's a busy nothing. winger. Yeah. No, Pete's Pete a busy winger in the sort of cranky mould. He's not. Oh, he's not... Say, no, I, I think Freddie Lumber. 
You reckon? Yeah. <laughs> it's the hairline. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> not an out-and-out pacey no, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah. A limbo it's not a bad shout, yeah. I once, and he also I posed once... with his pants quite a lot as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I once went into a barber's and asked for a friend of Young Berg. There we go. Yeah, it's got to be him. Yeah, yeah, and I'm probably Van Basten, but... Marcus is a box-to-box midfielder, I'd say. No, we talked about this. You said Carlos Tevez. You're Paul Pesci's leader. No, no, Tevez is a good Yeah, you are. You're just behind the main striker. Similar face, similar haircut. Yeah. Tevez crossed with Pesci's leader, I'd say. Well, all right. That's fine. So, who's the champ man goodie bag going to, Mark? It's got to be Tom. Any man who compares himself to Xavi on this show is all right with me. Take some brass balls, that does. That does, yeah. Tom, champ man goodie bag is on its way to you. Although it could take... Ages to get <laughs> for obvious reasons. But, yeah. uh, there we are. Well, speaking of James or Jim's goalkeeping exploits of late, which you just mentioned, we actually played a game against some of the lads from Four Four Two Magazine, and we drew. It was a draw. I think it was thirteen each. Yeah, it was an epic draw. Wasn't yeah, it? it was. Yeah, end yeah. To end. but I, I wouldn't know what the score was because I didn't get on the score sheet. So <laughs> <laughs> it's not something I concern myself with. No, no, it was a good, good game. Good lads. Yeah, definitely. Good laugh. Good evening. I got hit in the balls and the face. Yeah, you so did. I, I enjoyed that. Of, yeah. so you were shouting for quite a bit for the game to stop. You were <laughs> yeah. your balls. Yeah. Stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. Another shot. Stop. What, did, what did you think I was doing? <laughs> Just <laughs> asking for the game to stop clutching my balls. James, and then as, after- you, as you know, James, all I can hear when I'm playing football in my head is Hero by Bonnie Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said it in tune to that, Marcus, to try and make you stop, but you didn't listen. <laughs> we still not lost the game, so we're gonna, we are going to play them in a rematch, because it was five aside, and we prefer to play six aside. So. But thanks to fitnessbox.co.uk for uh, providing the kit, Once as again. always. And thanks for uh, Jim's box for protecting the goal. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Funny stories. <laughs> Scotland Yard has apologised after actors from a hit film were mistakenly identified as football hooligans <laughs> being sought after riot at a West Ham game. Police issued 66 pictures of people supposedly caught on camera during violent clashes in August. The images wrongly included stills of six actors from the recent film <laughs> The Firm. A TV report was used to capture the images, but because there was no sound, officers did not realise it included clips from the hooligan-themed film. Scotland Yard, who released the images on Tuesday, said six images of individuals who were not involved in the violence were mistakenly included. These images appear to have been taken from a motion picture. We wish to apologise unreservedly to those affected. We are going to be actively trying to contact those people to offer our apologies. Just how, is, how do you get that mixed up? <laughs> well, why are they relying on television footage to to <laughs> I, get their images? I think the bloke who's in charge of the CCTV, he's, his cameras have cut out at some point. Yeah, so and the guy's pulled them in and go, right, what have you got for me? And he's like, oh crap. Uh, this and he just played the film. Yeah, oh, these are fantastic yeah. images. We can write them. We can hear them. <laughs> he's gone. He's gone into a CCTV office and he thought, well, nothing ever happens. I'm just gonna sit around. Uh, I might as well put a film on. Nipped yeah. out for a, for a, a wee or a cigarette or something. And yeah. the guy and, and the guys come in, looks at it, and go, fucking hell, they're right, vicious bastards. They are. <laughs> <laughs> Get them to Scotland Yard right yeah. away. Post haste. Being proactive. <laughs> That's what's happened. <laughs> I'll go clear that up. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. <laughs> and uh, it's more, like more and more like Michael Aspel every week. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Henrik Edward Larson, MBE. Oh, good. Oh, Henrik Larson. Yes, it is. Um, he has just announced his retirement. 
Well, I said just announced. Uh, just announced. again. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> and no doubt it'll pop up in Brazilian football next week. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> stop it! <laughs> All right. But uh, Henrik Larsson, yeah, uh, he was um, born on the twenty eighth of September, nineteen seventy one. Four years after the yeah, uh, summer of love, summer of love, he was a, a former Swedish international, and he's joined his first team. Hogeborg in Helsingborg, which where he was born at the age of six. By the time he was 15, uh, he was asked to train with the seniors during the summer. Now, Hogeborg are uh, a lower league Swedish side. And uh, so at the end of 15, he was training with the seniors um, during the summer. And then uh, they moved him up to the senior team. And he played his first full game for them at 17 in the Swedish third division. Um, and at that time, he was uh, doing a, a lot of other jobs. He was packing fruit in, in vegetables in a warehouse, supervising kids in a youth centre, and this was all this while he was still at school. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So it's interesting, you know... He's got a work ethic. Exactly, yeah. but at 17, you know, you know, people often think these these superstars of the game, like Cristiano Ronaldo is a good example. At 17, they're professional contracts and all the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so the case here, you know. So, um... He was there for a few years, um, and he played 74 uh, league games for them and scored 23 goals. Um, but he was he was 21, and he still hadn't broken through to one of the big sides. You know, so this is kind of lower end semi pro level, um, and uh, so he's thinking, I'm 21. You know, it's just, time's ticking away here. But Helsingborg, who um, slightly bigger side in, in Sweden, um, and they were in the Swedish first division at the time, and uh, they came in for him. And he signed for them. Uh, he was getting £300 a month without bonuses. Oh, really? Wow. So, yeah. But uh, in his first season for them, he scored 34 goals. Uh, the team was promoted to the top division, um, the Swedish Premier League, for the first time in 22 years. And in his first season in the Swedish top flight, he scored 16 goals and was among the top scorers in Sweden. Um, so he had two good years for Helsingborg. Played about fifty-two league games for them and scored forty-eight goals. So a great Cracking. scoring record. Well, I hope he renegotiated his contract. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Getting paid twenty-four pence a goal, <laughs> <laughs> but still effectively playing semi-pro level there. Yeah, yeah. Um, in in the Swedish sort of top flight, maybe they became a pro, uh, a pro club then. But um, all this uh, he got signed by Feyenoord. They came in for him, the big side, in September '93. Um, he'd nearly joined Grasshoppers of Zurich um, and they were finalising uh, details but, but as Henrik put it himself with all due respect to Swiss football there was only one decision there he cost £295,000 and half that fee went to his first club as an agreement that's good absolutely but he didn't actually join Feyenoord until November um, of 93 because he wanted to make sure that Helsingborg was safe from relegation before he left oh nice um, and in his first season at Feyenoord in, into the Dutch league now he scored only one goal in about 16 games so not, not the best of starts but still you've got to warm him up but again he's in his early 20s now yeah, yeah he was there for a while wasn't yeah, he yeah yeah so um uh, he, his second season, he scored uh, about 11 goals, uh, so a bit of a better season. And, and in 1994, of course, he went to the World Cup finals in America with Sweden. Now, he'd hoped for his place in the starting lineup, but uh, you know, by his own admission later on, he, f he felt very tired by come the tournament and he'd lost touch a bit. The first game he was on the bench, because um, I'm sure we remember Henrik Larsson from, from more recent tournaments, but he was there in 94. Oh, I remember his dreadlocks, I want to stand out. Uh, yeah. Memories, yeah. Me, I must say. Yeah, very true. They were cool. They were cool, tidy dreadlocks, weren't they? They, they weren't were, messy. Yeah, they weren't messy. Back when dreadlocks were sort of all round assumed to be a reasonably good idea. It was like <laughs> that guy. Not the case now. <laughs> that guy and the guy from Rage Against the Machine had very yeah, similar they looked similar. Yeah, yeah, true. Cool yeah. dudes. Zach yeah. De La Rocha, I believe yeah. his name is. Dudes indeed. In the first game, he came on as a, a sub. Um, second game, he started against Brazil. Didn't play too well, though. He said. 
but uh, in the third game he was on the bench against Russia and he said it was such a hot day it was quite nice to be on the bench because it was air conditioned <laughs> but um, uh, eventually that work ethic <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> he has come from Sweden to be fair yeah he'd earned that rest though yeah, I feel yeah. um, Henrik Larsson Thomas Ravelli and the boys were eventually knocked out by Brazil in the semi-finals but they did finish uh, third and they beat Bulgaria in the third place playoff mm. they had a great tournament yeah they did a fantastic yeah, tournament yeah. and Larsson scored in that game so in his first World Cup for Sweden he's finished third, third. that would have been their best performance as a 50s definitely yeah totally totally so um, so when he, after the World Cup um, go, he was at final of course and, and towards the end of his time at final he wasn't playing too well the press were getting on his back a bit and the new manager um, who was there because Vim Janssen took him to final uh, the, the, the new manager was playing him out of position. He was on the left wing, he was on the right wing, he was in midfield. You know, he wasn't too happy there. Um, and uh, he kind of said he wanted to move, and uh, after a, a little bit of a legal dispute, he moved to Celtic Park when Vim Janssen moved there. And, uh, of course, Vim Janssen, as I said, went took him to Fyrenoord. He's taken him to Celtic for £650,000. He's got a hell of a lot of goals. £650,000 in July '97. Uh, in his first season, Celtic won the league. They stopped Rangers to achieving the 10 in a row. Um, and that was 97-98. In 98-99, he was voted Swedish Footballer of the Year, Players Player of the Year in Scotland, and Sports Writers Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a good time was had by him there. Yeah. The following season, um, during Celtic's 1-0 defeat in the UEFA Cup tie against Lyon, um, he suffered a career-threatening injury. A horrific leg yeah, break, wasn't it? Yeah. Very, very awful visceral. Yeah. 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 Awful to see. In the 99-2000 season, this week, yeah. breaking his leg in two places. And he was spent eight months on the sidelines after that. Well, it's a miracle he played again. Yeah. You know, it's an awful, awful injury. It's a very, very reminiscent of the old uh, Eduardo. Mm. Well, I don't know, it's a bit different because Larson was, was on his feet, wasn't he? And you can, it's weird. How you, it's almost like you, you just see the bone pop out the side of his leg. It looks like quite an innocuous challenge at Did first. He, he, wrap, not... he wrapped his foot around the other guy's foot, didn't he? And and his, and his leg broke. I thought he was just running, wasn't he? I thought he was yeah, running, and it just, sort of, and it just oh, sort of snapped. It sort of fell under it, like it just sort of snapped under itself. And he, it's, it's weird when you do see a leg break. Like that. I've seen a wrestler do that once, and, and they sort of put their leg down to plant their foot, but their foot's not there because the, it's oh, just a horrible, horrible yeah. thing. Yeah. Confusing. Really. Sorry, yeah, it was awful. Anyway, I remember mm. it. Well, he, he managed to come back and return on the last day of that season, but uh, John Barnes cited his injury as a, a big factor in why he was sacked. Well, from Tranmere or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, yeah. <laughs> that's brilliant. Um, <laughs> um, but he did play at Euro 2000. Um, Sweden went out in the first round, but he did score um, one goal in that tournament. He against, would have done, wouldn't he? Against yeah. Italy. Now, the following season, Celtic, he was back. Remember the previous season, he's been out for eight months. Yeah. Next season, what does he do? Well, he scores a total of 53 goals for Celtic <laughs> and wins the um, European Golden Boot. Some would say Scottish football's rubbish. Uh, European <laughs> Golden Boot? You can't argue with that, can you? Incredible. Absolutely incredible achievement. And then, of course, when he was at Celtic as well, he helped them reach the UEFA Cup final against Porto, where they lost 3-2. He mm. scored two goals. He said it was the worst moment of his career. He said it was worse than breaking his leg. He was so gutted after that final. Okay, yeah. Now, I can remember watching that final. N- now, to put this in perspective, Porto, they were diving... Or, the Derlai, yeah, I yeah. think it was. He yeah. was diving so much. Now, as I said, put this in perspective. Now, I, I, as you know, I, I grew up in Scotland, and I tend to err towards the blue half of Glasgow, if I'm ruth- ruthlessly honest with you. And I had a bet 
on Porto winning, and I was watching that game, and I wanted Celtic to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, because yeah. it was just ridiculous. And they took so many fans as well, didn't they? Yeah, they did. And they were fantastic, and Porto were a disgrace. The what way some of their players that is for Celtic to get to the what for my well. for what to get me supporting them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't it. <laughs> no, you're right. To get to that final was incredible, and the last one was a massive, massive part of that. Yeah, yeah. It was it was such a shame for them. It really was. But in his in his career at Celtic, he won four SPL titles, two Scottish League Cups, uh, three Scottish Cups, and uh, he still holds the record as the um, the Premier, the, the SPL's all-time leading goalscorer with 158 goals in his six-year spell um, in uh, Celtic. And also, he holds the record, I believe, for the most number of goals scored um, for a club from the British Isles in European matches. All right. And in 2002, Celtic fans... Uh, selected Larson in the greatest ever Celtic team, and he was the only player from outside of Scotland to make that team. They've had some players down the years as well, so they, that's have, great they have indeed. Out of four of the six seasons he was in Scotland, he was top scorer. The only two where he wasn't was in his first season and the season where he broke his leg. Yeah. Here's a little rundown of, of his league form. His first season, he scored 16 goals in 35 league games. Second season, 29 league goals in 35 league games. Third season, eight goals in nine league games. Fourth season, 35 goals in 37 league games. <laughs> Following season, 29 in 33, 27 in 35, 30 in 37. I, I wouldn't really be been surprised if when he broke his leg, the bit of leg that flew off... Went in the goal. Just, just stopped the ball. <laughs> just kicked the ball. Get the ball. <laughs> yeah. Well, he played at um, the World Cup 2002. He scored a couple against Nigeria, and they topped the group of death ahead of uh, England, of course. Mm. Scored against Senegal in the second round, but that's uh, they went out after that. He then um, retired from international football, but then he came out of retirement for Euro 2004. Um, mainly because the country was just like, what the hell are you doing? He cannot stop retiring, Larson. He yeah. retired about five times. Well, that's right. He loves yeah. the game so much. Yeah. Um, he scored three in, uh, three goals in four games that tournament, including goal of the tournament, which is a beautiful diving head oh, yeah, against Bulgaria. That, yeah. Yeah. They reached the quarterfinals. After the Euros, he was off to Barcelona. Mm. Mm. And I think that was, some might say, overdue. He had a season there, didn't yeah. he? He had yeah, two, two seasons, seasons there. Two seasons, was it? Yeah, Would you say that was overdue? I mean, that's no disrespect to Celtic at all. Well, no, I mean, he, he was obviously having a great time there at Celtic because it, cause he, he was scoring freely. But, I mean, yeah, he deserved to go to a club of that size, I think, yeah. definitely. Mm, absolutely. Well, he um, he didn't play too much in his first season. He, um, he scored three goals in 12 games. The following season, he played a bigger part. He scored uh, 10 goals and then won the league again. And, of course, in his final game for Barcelona, he won the Champions League with them. He came on as a substitute and mm. assisted um, both of Barcelona goals in a 2-1 win over Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was magnificent in that game. He made the difference. I mean, obviously, yeah, Arsenal really were did. playing against ten men, but Arsenal were very resilient up to that. Well, like, it was Larson that undid them. Well, that's it. Arsenal looks as though they were going to hang on. Yeah, and, and, and win that. But as you say, um, and Ronaldinho said um, when Larson was uh, due to leave Barcelona, he said, "With Henrik leaving us um, at the end of the season, this club is losing a great goal scorer, no question. But I'm losing a great friend. Henrik was my idol, and now that I'm playing next to him, it is fantastic." Ronaldinho oh, big shout yeah. Ronaldinho big shout that. and Ronaldinho was probably the best player in the world when he said that yeah 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 so it's quite something um, he played at World Cup 2002 when they reached the second round his only goal was of course the last minute equaliser against England in the two all draw mm-hmm. but he became only the sixth player to score three um, in three just, World Cups he'd score in three World Cups yeah. of course um, and he played again. He came out of retirement for a second time, mm. playing at Euro 2008. Um, but then on October the 11th, 2009, he decided to quit the national team. And this was, of course, 
pretty much when he decided to quit yeah. football. But uh, after Barcelona, he did rejoin his um, hometown team, Helsingborg, uh, once again. But shortly after signing for them, he was loaned out to Manchester United. He scored yeah. three goals for United. About seven or eight games, was it? Um, I think it was about ten or twelve. Was games. it, yeah? Master strike that was from yeah. Ferguson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Well, they needed someone to just come in and, and, and fill the time there, and uh, he was didn't just do that. I mean, Ferguson wanted him to stay after. Yeah, yeah that's know. right, yeah. Um, and what was nice, he was given special dispensation by the league to receive a Premier League winner's medal because yeah. he hadn't played the required 10 games, but so he's got a Premier League winner's medal. Oh, cra- cracking, that's good. Um, and then back at Helsingborg, he, he did, um, he, he played the rest of his time there, and which of course finished very recently. He broke his kneecap there, so he, you know, he's, he had so many harsh injuries, yeah. you know, yeah. and he came back from them. Yeah. Yeah. Strongly, he wasn't a player that was hampered by those injuries. That's which right, is incredible, really, considering he did have a lot of nasty ones. Especially mm. as it can affect you psychologically as well Absolutely. as physically as well. Uh, completely. So um, he has said he'd like to move into coaching at, at some point, but uh, he has said that he wants to get involved in floorball. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's like a, ho- it's a hockey style game. It's an it? odd game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to Helsingborg have announced that they are going to retire the number seventeen shirt. Oh really? Yeah. Maybe he'll put floorball on the map. Well, <laughs> who knows? Yeah, yeah. It'll be the first player to break his face doing it. <laughs> yeah, he's exactly. <laughs> He did actually score against Celtic for Barcelona. Didn't he, he did, in the yeah, Champions yeah. League. It was really. Did he celebrate? No, he didn't. But yeah. sadly, he was booed. I thought that was really, really oh. sad. Yeah. It was only from a small section of the crowd, it and he, he made it so clear that he wasn't celebrating. It was a lovely finish. It was just yeah, a silly odd. Yeah. 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 Do you remember that lob against Rangers? I think it was beauty. Was it, <laughs> was it an absolute stunner? That was. Wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. The keeper the keeper was knowingly lobbed there. Yeah, though. he was. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to me and Cole? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I shall I shall end with a quote. And this is what Thierry Henry said after the Champions League final itself which was really kind of one of the big highlights of his career coming on and changing the game on the world stage you know because often so many mm. people especially you know English fans said well you know he's good in Scotland but is he really that good mm. and so on and he, yeah. he shut everybody up in that game and, and Thierry Henry said um, after the final people always talk about Ronaldinho Eto, uh, Hewley and everything but I didn't see them today I saw Henrik Larsson he came on he changed the game this is what killed the game sometimes you talk about Ronaldinho and Eto and people like that you need to talk about the proper footballer who made the difference and that was Henrik Larsson tonight and with Thank that he's done. in the Demons Hall of Fame well done get in there <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the show. I hope you've had a lovely time. If you want to get in touch, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com and uh, you can check out our website, of course, which is thefootballramble.com. There's some wonderful blogs and all sorts of bits and pieces on there. Um, Luke, you've got an announcement. Yeah, uh, just a real a real quick one. We've decided to do a little betting competition with betway.com, who are an online gambling company. Um we're going to do a, a little bet or a little tip each week between well, one each and sort of uh, and sort of duel against each other to see who the best tips there is. If you go to betway.com forward slash the football ramble or there's a little uh, banner on our website where you can click through and if you want to get involved and bet with us or against us or whatever or you, uh, then um, then you can open an account there. Some pretty good odds actually. Um, Come and have a go if you yeah, rather. Exactly. Yeah, this week I've gone for um, Napoli to beat Catania away. Uh, who have you gone <laughs> for, Jimbo? I've, I've gone for Chelsea to beat United. Have um, you? Yeah. I've gone for I've a draw in that one. one. Have you? You've gone for a treble, haven't you? I've gone for a treble. I've gone for um, Sunderland to win at Spurs. Yeah. Ooh, I've gone for a, a draw, Chelsea versus United. Yeah. And I've gone for Fulham to win away at Wigan. Because last week I had Fulham to beat Liverpool, 
Sampdoria to win at Juventus. Oh, sure. And uh, Athletic Bilbao to beat Atletico Madrid. Two out, three, out three, two yeah. out of three. Two out of three. But you've got you've bet against Atletico Madrid as well, haven't you? Yeah, in the Real uh, in, in the Real uh, oh, the Madrid Atletico, derby. The Madrid derby. Yeah, uh, at the weekend. So yeah. So yeah, get get in touch on. Uh, sorry, get involved over there. It's betterway.com forward slash the football ramble, um, and you can bet against or with us. You open an account over there, and um, and also keep a track on who the best tipster is at the four of us. Mm. Um, I can tell you now, it is definitely me. If you want to see that, <laughs> if you want to see that for yourself. Oh, They've got some good odds because I've seen them um, Birmingham to get uh, something out of the Liverpool game, which is at Anfield, admittedly. But Birmingham played brilliantly against Man City, yeah. and they're ten to one to winning against Liverpool. It's not a bad shout. Um, you've, got, one, you've got another announcement. And one more thing, yeah, yeah. We're going to do. You may have read about this on the internet, i.e., Facebook or something like that. Um, that we're going to have a Christmas drink on the nineteenth of December. Um, so if you want to come down, it's going to be at the King's Arms, which is twenty-seven Wormwood Street, uh, London. Nearest tube is Liverpool Street. Um, uh, come down there. It's, it's, it's going to kick off about three pm. We've got the whole bar to ourselves. Um, we're going to be some football on. We'll have a few drinks. Just get into the Christmas spirit, really. Um, but because of the nature of these sort of things, and we want to make sure um, that as many people come as possible, um, you need to, you need to let us know whether you're going to come or not because we've got the bar exclusively to ourselves. So either get involved in the Facebook event and sign up to that, and we'll take your name from there. Or if you're planning to come and you're not on Facebook and you hate social networking, which is fine, a bit like Marcus, you can uh, <laughs> you've got to email in and tell us if, you, if you're coming and give us your name and who you're bringing, and we'll put your name down the door. All right. So yeah, if you do want to come, um, do let us know, um, and it'll be sort of first come first served. Uh, um, so, so, so yeah, just just email us in with your names. Please drink responsibly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, that, we'll, we'll sort some things out. We'll do like some competitions. We'll give some stuff away. We'll have a few drinks. We'll watch the football, and we'll generally get into the Christmas spirit. Banter. <laughs> say goodbye, Pete. Bye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, James or Jim. Bye. Uh, we're all off to have some Nutella. Cheery bye.